Hi, this is Bob Williamson. When disaster strikes. I had to visit Dallas for a few days and I'm staying at a hotel just a couple of miles from a site where I had a very traumatic experience. It happened a couple of decades ago, yet remains deeply embedded in my memory. I wrote about it in Words for the Day back then and have reposted it today. Back in the early days of my software development company, I was trying very hard to win our very first major multi-million dollar account. We call these accounts mega accounts, and it was nearly impossible to sell one unless you had other mega clients. The first question a client will ask is always, well, who else my size is using this system? And when I responded with a sheepish grin on my face, well, you'll be the first, but I promise I will treat you better than my own mama. This was akin to pouring water in their lap, and it was rare to even get an appointment with the directors of these huge accounts due to their reluctance to serve as guinea pigs. After over a period of months, I'd been trying to impress the director of Dallas ISD, who ran just such a multi-million dollar entity. I insisted that our company was a good fit for them. The director was disgusted with his existing system and vendor and seemed impressed with my overall enthusiasm, straightforward, genuine approach, and the quality of our products via my initial overview presentation. I was persistent and finally got him to agree to allowing me to make a full-scale software demo to him and all his important staff. My overriding strategy was to project an image of complete professionalism for myself and our new company. I knew it was an uphill battle, and it was going to be a doubly tough sale because I had zero references that were his size. And the director already had a very bad taste in his mouth for his old vendor and software companies in general. And potential customers have a tendency to throw all vendors into the same pot when in that frame of mind. I finally got him to agree to a major demonstration of live software. And he had nearly 50 people lined up to view it. This was a chance for which I had been waiting. And I was determined to make the most of it. I was up hours prior to the meeting preparing for it. I dressed fit to kill. A spanking new Armani suit, double starch white shirt, new tie, gleaming shoes. My teeth were scrubbed. Every hair on my head was perfectly in place.
I was only two minutes from the meeting, so I saw no reason to leave too early. So about five minutes prior, I whispered a prayer, and out of the door I went. As I walked down the sidewalk, enjoying the bright sun and crisp air, I walked under a tree, and a bird pooped on my head and partially on my right shoulder. Apparently, it was a very large bird, and it had been eating very well. Whatever that bird had been eating did not agree with him, as there was no shortage of poop, and I was covered in it. It was a direct, splattering hit. Aghast, I ran back to my room, but I had locked the key inside the room. I had to go to the lobby with bird poop splattered all over my head and the shoulder of my shiny new navy blue Armani suit to obtain another key. The clerk said nothing. I assume he saw the menacing look on my face. I ran back to my hotel room. I did not have time to take a shower and or change clothes. I used a damp washcloth to remove the poop. By now, I was completely flustered. I rushed to remove the mess, and when I looked in the mirror for the final time, all the color in my face was gone. I left the room pale and completely frantic. Minutes later, I arrived at the customer site, shaken and nervous, and eight minutes late. I met my software engineer at the site. He was overweight, obese, and 400-plus pounds. He was good at programming, but not very appealing to look at, and he was not a conversationalist either. I would never have brought him to meet the customer had they not wanted to see the demonstration of the actual system utilizing the live data. I did not feel confident with a deal this big to show live software myself and preferred to have one of our top programmers there with me for added insurance in case something went wrong. Envision this for a moment. Approximately 50 people were crowded into a small room focusing on a single computer terminal with a chair in front of it. Back in those days, LCD projectors had not been invented yet. I was standing there trying to smile and look confident, but internally my mind was racing, and I was frantically wondering if I had removed all the bird poop from my hair and clothes, and I distinctly began to think I could smell it. One one never knows what will happen in live software demonstration, and I was hoping and praying the software would perform well and not lock up or have some other malfunction. Just then, my 400-pound-plus technician stepped over the chair to begin the demonstration, and just as he tried to sit down on it, the chair rolled out from under him, and he fell to the floor with a loud noise, and I thought I felt the ground shake. He was rolling back and forth, flailing his arms and legs in the air, 
floundering around trying to get up and reminded me of a beach manatee struggling to get back into the ocean. So much for projecting an image of professionalism. The potential buyer, aided by me and several other people, were all frantically trying to help him get into an upright position and help him up. After what seemed like an interminable delay, we were successful. Aside from his pride being damaged, nothing else appeared to be wrong with him. His face was beet red, so was mine. I could see his face, and I could feel mine. It was flushed. Oddly, no one laughed. And you could have heard a pin drop in that room. I should have said to myself, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Unfortunately, what I was saying to myself is not fit to be repeated, much less put in print. I was humiliated, unnerved, and wishing I was anywhere but in that room. That was in my head, prompted, no doubt, by Satan. No one knew about the bird poop but me, and everyone felt sorry for the programmer and knew he was embarrassed to no end. Despite everything, we did get through the demonstration flawlessly. The programmer did an excellent job, and we answered all their questions. Believe it or not, in the end, we won this account and many more after that one because this account turned out to be one of our best references for many years. I am aware that the Bible states a bird cannot fall to the ground without God seeing it. I assume God saw the bird poop fall to my head as well. I wonder if he laughed. I think he did. I must admit now it seems humorous, but back then I was not laughing and was not entirely confident that God would help me get through that ordeal. Shame on me. God knew the outcome would be good and the buyer would buy our system and end up being the first of many and that our company would thrive. And he knew it all before it ever happened. I think that knowledge probably made it even more humorous to him. God was with me every step of the way through this test, whether I knew it or had faith or not. No doubt I let him down with a few of my thoughts in the midst of battle. But I was praying to him also, and I am delighted that he understands my weaknesses far better than I do and most of all, forgives me for my mistakes. I wanted to recount this incident today in the hopes that you will remember it the next time you are in a similarly, apparently bleak, bleak, bleak bleak-looking situation. When it looks as though all is lost, don't give up. We are always closer to succeeding than we can ever imagine. Even in the seemingly worst time, best of all, God is right there with us every step of the way. Laugh with God when you are besieged with trials. Far better than getting bent out of shape over it. 
The bird poop is long gone, but we enjoyed success with that influential customer for many decades. Somewhere in all this, there's a profound message. Hmm. Perhaps it is God is good all the time, and we should praise him for all his blessings. Psalms 104. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good, endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening.